You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode is part of a series called Manage Your Coaching Clients, which already has three important episodes in it about setting boundaries with clients, the intake process, and keeping your clients on track. You can find that series at prosperouscoach.com manage. Hey, I just want to have a side note here that you'll notice that I'm often referring you to previous sessions or previous series, and that's because if you're new to this podcast, you might just be coming in at these higher episodes and not realize that there's lots of really good stuff, especially for new coaches, in the earlier episodes. Recently in my Facebook group called Prosperous Coach Club, Members have started discussions about specific challenges with current clients, and that's what has inspired this series. The topic of client management is pretty deep, and there's not a lot of intel out there about how to deal with paying clients. It's one of those trial-by-fire things, but you know me, I want you to beeline to success, so I'm going to cover all of this stuff. As a new coach, there's certain challenges that come up with paying clients that diminish as you gain experience. And see, when you charge highly for your services, clients are much more committed, and generally they are easier to work with. So do yourself a favor and charge more from the get-go. I have a whole series on money mastery at prosperouscoach.com money. This episode covers the red flags to watch for with clients. Show notes for this episode are at prosperouscoach.com slash 88. And then in successive sessions, I'm going to dig into what do you actually do if you do notice one of these red flags. I think everybody knows what a red flag is about. When one flies, you, as the professional, are called to pay attention and get ready for action. Exactly what you'll do depends on a lot of factors. But when it comes to managing clients, the name of the game is find your integrity. We all lose our integrity from time to time. But the key is how do you get back there? To quickly master client management issues, the first thing to do, as with all things in life, is to raise your awareness, both about your client's behavior and also your response to their behavior. So there are two types of red flags. One is about your client, and the other is about your feelings about your client. Both of these might indicate issues in the fit between you and your client. Sometimes we bring on a client thinking they're a good fit, and then they turn out not to be. Client fit is incredibly important for you in order for you to have an enjoyable and lucrative business. And it may seem right now that you should coach anyone who wants to hire you, but it's a point of maturity when you realize and accept that not every client is a good fit for you. There are seven parts of the coaching client's role, and I think it's important to know this as an overview to this topic of client management. All of the red flags 
for clients have to do with ways that they are not successfully taking on their role in the co-creative relationship. See, the client's role is to do these seven things. Number one, show up for scheduled sessions, right? (laughs) Number two, show up on time. And I separate that for a reason. Number three, pay their payments on time. However, I do recommend that you move to a full fee upfront policy. Number four, they need to be communicative. Number five, they need to be truthful and forthcoming about details. And number six, they need to take responsibility for their growth by taking actions and making progress. At the very least, you're going to need to bring the issue to your client and make a strong request that is neutrally charged. I'll explain more about this in other episodes as I get into specific details about each of these. The seventh part of a client's role is fundamental. And I know this seems odd, but some clients are not coachable. And coachability is a hard thing to detect when you are enrolling clients. But coachability is crucial for the health of the relationship and for them to actually get value out of the services. And it'll drive you crazy if you have a client that isn't coachable. So for now, let's talk about the red flags in your response to working with your clients. These can be subtle feelings and approaches that are driven by your strong desire to serve and also to have an income as a coach. And they can lead you astray sometimes. So for example, you feel drained by sessions with a client. That's not a good sign. That's a red flag. Or your coaching approach is driven by a desire to perform. Or your coaching approach is driven by a desire to fix the client. Or you notice yourself being inauthentic in some way. Or you feel resentful of how much time and energy this client is taking, which may be a big indication that you're not charging enough for the client. Each one of these indicates a breach in your integrity, and that's a signal that you have a big opportunity to fortify your boundaries and stand in your power. And when I say power, I'm not talking about the kind of power to dominate the client, but rather to be more fully in your integrity with this client, because that is powerful. And ideally, what we want is we want to be equal with our clients. We want them to be empowered and us to be empowered at the same time, and in a different way, but in equal measure. Coaching people is a huge responsibility, and there is a tendency to either inflate that responsibility or deflate it. Everyone does this, and it's a moving target, and that's why raising your awareness is so important with clients. You want to be sure that before you get on a call with a client, You have grounded and you have stood fully in your power and you have released any strong desire in you to fix the client or perform well and that you can check yourself. Watch your energy levels and what's happening as you work with this client. You can teach yourself to be right-sized. For more about this, I want you to read my blog post called Five Ways to Right Size Yourself to Empower Your Coaching Clients, and I'll have that link in the show notes for you. 
When you learn the way to be in power balance with your clients, you become a better coach and a better person. You'll feel more grounded and more certain of your value and less triggered. And all of that is good for you and for your client. You're going to have a lot more fun. This is sort of a intro episode to more coming down the road on individual topics having to do with client management and particularly how the client shows up and how you show up. So stay tuned for that. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.